Blue Collar Fitness. What is Blue Collar? Blue Collar is a mindset and attitude, and it's work that you can be proud of. I'm Trevor Powers. I'm Connor Burton. And I'm Josh Sargent. Whether you go to the gym, work at the gym, own the gym, or if you're just a creeper pretending to do curls watching girls on the elliptical, this podcast is for you, even you. Welcome to another episode of Blue Collar Fitness. Today we're going to be giving you 10 tips to get lean and stay freaking lean. So uh, sit back, don't grab a bag of potato chips, grab a big jug of water and chug it because we're about to uh, get in on this episode. So um, guys, to uh, break the ice here, Rip City. Ripped. Ripped. Ripped Ripped City, City, baby. Damian Lillard. Last night, how about that performance? Okay. How about that, that that time of the night called Dame Time? Dame Time! Dame hey, LeBron time. and AD. They, wasn't their time. Okay, LeBron broke some like record that nobody's ever done in the finals. He got the like, as much triple-doubles as Magic Johnson, almost. Still wasn't enough to be our Blazers. Um, if you guys don't uh, follow the NBA, right up here in Portland, little Portland, Oregon, the uh, the Blazers got the eighth seed and just uh, beat the number one L.A. Lakers in game one of the uh, playoffs. So tomorrow night, you guys already know this by the time uh, the, the podcast comes out, but we're playing Lakers in game two, 6 p.m. on uh, Thursday night. So what do you guys predict? What is your prediction, Mr. Connor Burton, for the series? Well, um, the score is going to be 69 to 100. <laughs> All right, so as an avid, you know what, somebody, just going back to when I was watching that game, I turned to somebody, I was like, dude, it's game time. And he was like, nah, bro, LeBron's on. And I was like, what are you talking about? Where's the, where's the faith? But for the series, I think it's going to be uh, 4-2 Blazers. Ooh, I, I mean, I okay, there's seven games, so wait. Do math, do the math again. No, when you when you win four oh, games. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're yeah. Right. <laughs> He's not good at counting or math today. <laughs> math. Guys, we just we did a lot of math. We did a lot of core value exercises. Blazers in four then, you know? Yeah, Blazers in four. Boom. Yeah. Lakers do not have the firepower. Trevor, I think it, what yeah. are your predictions? Um, I haven't watched basketball in a while. You need to. I didn't know I came. I didn't know I came to this podcast to talk about basketball. I would have looked something up. (laughs) Current events are important, Trevor. Current events. Yeah, um, I do. I I love the Blazers. Um, I think you haven't watched them since you broke your ankle. No, I've I've definitely watched them. I've definitely watched them. But uh, I think that if the Blazers put on a show like they did last night, I, I watched some highlights. Oh my gosh, like that was that was a great game. The parts that I saw, I, I didn't see the all, all the rest of it, but uh, I think the Blazers could do it. I think they could pull out a series win against I, against I think the Lakers. So, man. I think you're right. I think the Blazers are for real. I think that uh, they really have nobody to guard our backcourt, and unless LeBron and AD just go ballistic, I th- I think uh, I think Dame wants it more. Um, you know, the Blazers are real. We're gonna uh, we're gonna see a uh, a fantastic. At least, I think it's my prediction is seven games. Going to go seven games. I don't know which way, but seven games. So, transitioning here into our ten tips. Ten, basically, pillars of how to get lean and how to stay freaking lean. Mr. Connor Burton. I don't think anyone told told Josh what these dang things are for. Oh, yeah. So, these are, okay. Oh, wait. So, you're supposed to talk when you hold up a... No, thing? it's right. my turn to talk. Oh, I don't even have a pink. Oh, yeah, God, do you I have do. a pink so thing? Right now, he's holding a, a little pink post-it note. Goodness gracious. My, my rapper name is Sir Talk a lot. I actually don't rap. Fit Mr. Filibuster. Filibuster. Okay. When he was saying Rip City, I thought we were talking about the fact that all of us are fucking ripped. Segway. That went right over my head. I guess I'm I'm the lowest on carbs today. Segway into <laughs> the biggest ten tips to getting effing lean and staying effing lean, or should I just say fucking? Okay, so I'm gonna go with number one right now, and number one is track your macros. Um, if you don't know how much you're eating, how how like that's that's the starting point. The number one point: get yourself. A $9 food scale from Amazon.com and uh, 
you know, some measuring cups and an app. There's tons of apps. The one I like to use is my fitness pal because I'm familiar with it. And track what you're eating for a week. Great app. Great app. You know, like you guys have anything to add to that? I think that's great number one. I, I really think that's 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 number one right on the head. So I, I have a lot of clients that need help with this. Um, you know, and to a lot of people this would be intuitive, but some people it's not. Um, so here's the thing. Inside the app, once you download it, it's gonna give you like a calorie recommendation. Don't don't pay attention to that. It doesn't know it doesn't know anything, okay? All it knows is what you told it, and then it's gonna bait. It's like BMI, okay? My Trash. BMI is obese. Trash. Okay. I'm not obese. I have a six pack, okay? But I have a little bit of muscle, so I'm like obese on the BMI chart, okay? Doesn't know your body composition. Right. It doesn't Does know not. your body composition. It's just numbers. It, it doesn't know anything. It's, um, it just, so don't pay attention to the calorie recommendations. Here's what you're gonna do you're going to um, not change a thing on how you eat. You're going to eat like normal, how you normally would. You're just going to consciously track it. So if you have a food scale and you're weighing out peanut butter, you take the peanut butter and you put it on the food scale and then you click it to grams and then you zero it out and then you take a scoop of however much peanut butter you would normally eat and you put that on your toast or your oatmeal or, you know, if you eat it by the spoon at night, I don't know. Whatever you do, animals, and then if it's a four that's depression. right. That's gonna tell you how many grams <laughs> of peanut butter you're eating, and you just zero it out, and it's super easy. You know, this is like a mind blown moment. So for so many of my clients, and you know, it seems like some of you guys listening by like, why is he even talking about this? This is so simple. But seriously, if nobody's shown you how and you haven't thought about it before, it might might be something that makes a big difference for you. So. Get yourself a food scale, track everything you eat for a week, and see where you're actually at. Okay, number uh, number two. Okay, number two, you want to give your body a stimulus to start building muscle tissue. So resistance training. Resistance training is going to allow your body to, to grow, to build muscle, connect the tissue, to be able to give that stimulus. Now, you can do cardio. Um, that's going to burn calories, but taking it down. You're going to be breaking down your muscle, giving it the stimulus to grow. And guess what? Just like Josh was saying, like when you're tracking your food, when you're tracking that peanut butter, it's got some protein, right? And then eventually you're going to, you're going to know how much protein you need. You know, for, for me, when I was cutting from a photo shoot, you know, I was eating a little bit more than my body weight. So let's say, for example, I was eating my body weight in protein. So one gram per pound, I'm about 218. I was eating more than 218 grams of protein per day to ensure that I built my muscle. And guess what? I got Re- really Retain lean. that muscle. What's that? Retain that muscle. While yeah, I retained that muscle while I was cutting body fat. And for people out there that are not, you know, doing res- res- what's that word? resistance training. Got to say it with the Z. You got to lift some weights and um, get stronger and uh, just be able to, to build muscle, put it on, keep it on. Eat that protein, so... Connor, you're doing really good at that, by the way. You're looking oh, huge. Oh, gosh. This guy's a monster. Jacks. I think that's a really good transition into number three. Number three, caloric deficit or caloric surplus, depending on what your goals are. So with with uh, with what Connor was just saying with with working out, you're, it, depending on what your goals are, resistance training... It's going to really help increase your, your your lean muscle mass on your body. So that can help to decrease the fat content because your metabolism is, is getting a little jump start. So depending on what your goals are, if you're trying to gain muscle mass, get bigger like Connor over here, then you're going to go into a caloric, caloric surplus to gain more muscle mass. And then if you're trying to lose, you need to go into a caloric des- deficit in order to lose lose weight, lose the uh, lose uh, the fat and sorry, carb brain. Um, the body fat. Yeah, body fat. Go go ahead. So going back, that takes us all the way back to number one. So how are you gonna know what's a surplus and what's a deficit if you don't even know how much you're eating? Ding, I ding, like ding, to ding. use this uh, analogy all the time. If you want to go to Chicago. And you don't know if you're in Portland, Oregon or Portland, Maine, how are you going to get to Chicago even if you got a map? Okay? You're not. You're not going to get there. Like, okay, if 
if you're really lucky, maybe. <laughs> 99.999% of the time, you're not going to make to Chicago if you don't know where you're at. So track your macros. Number one, see where you're at. Number two, increase your metabolic demand. Increase the calories you burn, even your non-exercise thermogenesis. If you have meat, if you have more muscle mass, you're going to burn more calories chewing gum, sitting down watching TV, sleeping, all these things. When we're at the gym, we're building muscle. We're not... You're not, you're not going to burn that many calories at the gym unless you're doing cardio. And the most calories you're going to burn are through neat, non-exercise thermogenesis. And when you do that, uh, when you build muscle, you burn more calories throughout the day doing that. Now, number three is going to be figuring out how to get into a caloric surplus or um, a caloric deficit. If you're trying to gain muscle, you need to be in a bit of a surplus. If you're trying to lose muscle, you need to be in a deficit. So... Number one, figure out how much you're actually eating. At least a week, track your normal maintenance calories. And then that's going to give you an idea of whether you're in Portland, Maine or Portland, Oregon. Okay, then for me, taking the life coach point of view here, uh, one thing I run to a lot when people are trying to either gain weight or lose weight is there's a lot of self-loathing and self, just looking in the mirror and being really disgusted with yourself. So my advice for number four is just forgiveness. You need to forgive what you've done in the past for the body that, you, that you're, you want to change and be happy with it. Look in the mirror and say, you know what? This is, I, I'm me. I'm pretty fucking amazing. But you know what? I'm going to improve and I'm going to reach out to people to help me. And when it comes right down to it, I'm worthy. I'm worthy of losing this weight and you know, along the path, you're going to you're gonna fall off. You're going to have a day where you don't use a fitness tracker. You're going to use a day where you have a, a hamburger and a milkshake from five guys. Um, but if you focus on that, it's going to derail you. So you just forgive yourself. You move forward. You do better the next day. Continuous and never-ending improvement. Absolutely, Dave. And so many people come in with um, self-loathing and hatred for themselves. And a lot of times they go through these transformations or they you know, even they don't even transform. They're, here's the thing. If you want to lose fat, you need to reduce cortisol. Okay. If you're stressed out, good luck. Good luck losing weight. Okay. I think that should be number five. Yeah. Number five is decrease that stress. Decrease your stress. You have to sleep. Okay. I'm, you're not, I, I am a terrible person at sleeping. I, my mind is like a, uh, just a machine that is always going I have FOMO really bad. If I feel like if I'm sleeping, I'm missing out on doing something. So I want to wake up at 4.35 a.m. every day because that's what I like to do. But then I also don't want to go to sleep too early because I want to stay up and experience life. Um, but, you know, if you can use uh, tools like things we talked about like Whoop and other things to help optimize your sleep, if you're not getting enough sleep and your cortisol and all your stress hormones are through the roof, and you're not recovering, one of the things I see a lot out of people at the gym, they don't change. You know, they'll they'll do the binge and purge. So they'll, you know, they'll go and they'll mess up. You know, they ate the birthday cake. And then you see them there at the gym beating themselves up, beating their body down. You can't outwork a bad diet. You're just going to hurt yourself. You're going to beat your body down and you're going to you're stress yourself out. You have to focus on the macronutrients. Yeah, with the macronutrients, you want to make sure that those nutrients are actual nutrients. You know, like I found that many times when a lot of my clients miss out on sleep, they they kind of go towards those really yummy high carb foods. Um, right. A lot of that has to do with cortisol levels. Just your hormones change a lot when See? when you're like you're underslept. So number six is cut out processed foods. Eat less or none of them, because those are gonna. There's gonna have so many different chemical compounds where the sodium, the process, you know, the foods and ingredients are gonna cause your body to retain water and gain fat. Because your body's like, okay, what's what, what do we have here? Doritos, tastes good. That's going right to your butt. <laughs> you know. So <laughs> Connor, just to jump in for a second, the secret to me losing a hundred pounds was cutting out processed foods. So thank you for mentioning that. Absolutely. You're welcome, yeah. And I've had a point here. So you actually, I'm getting nerdy here for all you guys that actually want to know. Let's get down on nerdy. So if, if you have 
your body craves sugary foods because insulin actually negates the effects of cortisol in the bloodstream. Um, so when you're stressed out, your cortisol is super high. And then when you eat sugary foods, you get a temporary fix from the cortisol by the insulin spike. But then guess what? 45 minutes later, <laughs> blood sugar's down, no more insulin, cortisol jumps back up, and guess what you want? More sugary crap. It, it's that Kraft macaroni and cheese in a box with the powdered cheese. What the hell? It's like the best thing ever. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> I think a good transition into uh, number seven is a little bit of a lifestyle change. Lifestyle change is is very important. If you're hanging out, hanging around a lot of people that that don't have the right the right habits, and they they pull you into a bar like every single night or every weekend, I mean that's not going to be good for your goals. If you're if you're trying to gain gain muscle or or, or lose lose weight, lose fat. I mean that's not going to be beneficial. So I think number seven, a good number seven, is lifestyle changes. Look, look at your life from an outside lens. Just take a step back and think of all the unhealthy habits that you have and things that you can remove. I mean, don't don't completely cut off these friends that are taking you to places. It's okay to say no. They're not going to not be your friends anymore. And if they do, if they do break up your friendship, I mean they weren't a good friend in the first place. So really really think about those lifestyle changes number eight is going to be getting down into the nitty-gritty and this is the stuff that nobody wants to do if you follow just the first seven you're going to do pretty dang good you're going to go from a piece of shit to you know maybe more so looking like a normal person okay if you what i'm talking about that was aggressive that was fucking aggressive we don't want to say you look like a piece of shit most people <laughs> look like shit it's true he has a six-pack and he's single so he's cockier to hell <laughs> i have looked like shit many times and i got from looking like shit to looking okay it's called winter and then every winter once in a while i look good for a while you know like it's it it's a we're, it, we're using terms here so we're gonna get into we're going to get into the nitty-gritty here. So number eight, um, it, all go, it all ties back to number one, which is track your MAC, track track what your intake is, right? If you don't know how many calories you're eating, there's no way that you're going to be able to get to Chicago because you don't know where you're at, right? You don't, you don't know where you're going if you don't know where you're at. And then you could be extra simple. Was it number three, uh, caloric surplus? Yes. A caloric deficit. If you're trying to bulk, you need to be in a surplus. You need to eat more than you were eating that week if you're trying to bulk. If you're trying to lose muscle, then you need to be eating less. And that will get you there to a point. But then number eight, we're, we're going to go into macronutrients. Um, macro as in carbs, fats, protein, and alcohol. Um, so in fat, you have nine calories per gram. That's why fats are, you have to be careful because you can eat a lot. If you eat that peanut butter, you can eat a lot of calories really quick. And I love peanut butter, but man, you got to be careful. PB2, there's a pro tip. Yeah, take um, out that fat. Exactly. Carbs and proteins are easy to remember. They have four calories per gram, okay? Now, fiber, um, fibrous fiber, or, or soluble fiber has two calories per gram. And then insoluble fiber has zero calories per gram so if you see fiber you need to know whether it's soluble or insoluble and then you can do the math because a lot of times the apps don't know how to do that um but at the end of the day if you account for um carbs proteins and fats you're 90 percent of the way there uh so here's the thing alcohol be very effing careful okay it's seven calories a gram all right it's almost as bad as fat, except it's worse than fat because it your body looks at it as a toxin. So metabolizing the alcohol becomes numero uno on your list of priorities because your body's trying to get rid of the alcohol. And then guess what it does to the sugar and the fat and everything else you're eating? Like, well, we better just turn this into uh, fat tissue right away, store it, and then we can metabolize this alcohol and get it out of here. So number eight is a huge one here. So if you have, um, if you're, if you're trying to set up your calories, basically an easy rule of thumb is to go one gram of protein per pound of body weight. 
if you're not recovering from your workouts and you're working out like an animal, maybe you go 1.1, 1.2. Or if you're not working out very hard and you're just kind of a you Joe Smo, maybe you go 0. 0.75, 0. 0.8. But easy rule of thumb, one gram of protein per pound of body weight. Then you fill in the rest of your calories with your fats and your carbs. And if you're cutting, please stay away from the alcohol. Um, so honestly, at the end of the day, whether you want to eat more calories from fat or more calories from carbs in terms of body composition and weight loss really doesn't matter in general. There's specific variations in genetic, you know, uh, influences that you genes that you might have, where you might deal with more fat or more carbs better. But in general, if you just cut your calories from what your maintenance was, so what you're eating on from step one, when you track your calories by 20%, so say you're eating um, 2,000 calories, 20% deficit, 1,600 calories, right? With 200, uh, say you weigh 200 pounds, right? So that's 200 grams of protein, 200 times four, that's, you know, so four calories per your 200 grams, you're looking at, what is that, 800 calories? Mm -hmm. So 800 calories, so then you do the math, half of your calories are coming from protein, 50% during your cut at the beginning. So then you're looking at another 800 calories to fill in from fats and carbs. Now, I would never go too low with fats, um, but carbs are nice, especially around your workout. So I know number eight was lengthy there, but in summary, I'm going to say it again. Tell them, tell them what you told them, and then tell them what you told them once again. So great coaching coaching cue there for all you coaches out there. <laughs> I got that from uh, one of my XOS coaches. Tell them, tell them what you told them, and tell them what you told them again. Um, in summary, after you do number one, you track your intake. You um, basically see how many calories you're eating. Then you cut them by 20%. You add in one gram of protein per pound of body weight. And then you fill in your fats and your carbs there. That makes sense? Yeah. I think uh, th that was great. Great number eight. Um, pulling into number nine. Um, we need to recognize something that is maintainable, something that, that can be maintained because if you accomplish one through eight, you may, you may be at a uh, body composition that you're, you're pleased with. You may, be, you may be seeing the progress that you're, you're liking, and you need to find something that is maintainable because if you're, if you're going extreme, like – a lot, a lot. Most people they they go extreme uh, in their dieting, and that's not a maintainable thing. So you need to recognize all all the above one through eight, and find something that is maintainable for your body. And uh, who who's got who's got number number ten? Who's got number, number 10? ten right here? So Wait, we're gonna. The nine. So nine. That was nine. So nine is Ma maintenance maintainable. Maintainable. So. When you're talking about what's maintainable, it's different for everybody. If you're a working mom, um, your ability to, you know, your stress might be crazy and you might be able to, you know, put less time into your diet than, say, uh, you know, a CEO of a company who's single and has, has more time. He might be able to pay for meal prep or, you know, or use a trainer or all these other things. Um, what is usually here, – here's the thing. Ghrelin is going to punch you in the face at the end of the day. If you try to do intermittent fasting, it works for some people. Other people, it just doesn't work. You know, they'll fast all day, and then as soon as they have some carbohydrates, ghrelin hits them in the face, and they want to eat everything in sight. And next thing you know, they ate 3,000 calories of Oreos and Chips Ahoy between 4 p.m. and 7 p.m., you know, or, or whatever food it is. They just become a bottomless pit. For those people, they probably need to eat a balanced diet, Right. Now here's the thing, what what you can maintain is usually eating foods that are not calorically dense, so they're voluminous, so they're high fiber, high protein, right? So if, if you have a bowl that is very large, and you fill it, say say it's say it's one foot deep, and it's a foot and a half wide, you fill that sucker full of green and purple and orange vegetables, okay? Then you put ten ounces of 99% fat-free protein in it, like some type of meat, like chicken or whatever, okay? Then you put 
you know, you make your own ranch. You take zero fat Greek yogurt. You put ranch in there. Boom. You know what I'm saying? Tastes great. Then you put a little bit of salsa. You know, you put some taco seasoning on that ground beef. You have a huge amount of food. You know how many calories it is? Come When I do it, it's about 400 calories. Okay? That's, that is a ton of food. That's going to fill you up. That's going to satiate you. Right? You could do the same thing with a protein shake. Okay? If I go get some ice, you throw a little bit of xanthan gum. You know, in there, and you know, to, to volumize it, you you know, you throw some protein. It kind of tastes great, and it's probably going to be about 200 calories. Now we compare these things, right? You take a normal salad from McDonald's with full fat ranch and some chips and some cheese on it. You're talking 1,200 calories, and it's half the size of the salad versus a 400 calorie salad. Okay, this is simple. Like, I don't, people think they can eat these highly, you know, high calorically dense foods and just not eat anymore. No, your body's going to tell you to eat. You're going to be hungry, especially if you're used to eating a lot of food. You need to eat foods that are voluminous and not calorically dense. Now, pint of ice cream, Ben and Jerry's, okay? That sucker's 1,300 calories. It's tiny. I can eat six of those, okay? I can eat six Ben and Jerry's worth of volume, xanthan gum, protein, a little bit of almond milk, ice, blend that sucker up with some PB2 and some stevia. Guess what? It tastes stinking awesome. It's not quite as good as Ben and Jerry's, but guess what? I have six times the amount of, of Ben and Jerry's pint, but it's only 200 calories versus 1200 calories. That is the secret. Okay. And that that's a perfect number nine. What is maintainable? Well, what's maintainable? If ghrelin's punching you in the face at 6 p.m., you're going to eat the freaking Oreos, okay? But if you woke up, you had a big old omelet with some egg whites and an egg and some Canadian bacon or some turkey bacon with veggies, you ate that, you're full. You have a little bit of oatmeal, right? Lunchtime, you have a big old wrap, right? You take that wrap. Um, you take that wrap. And what you do is fill that thing with some lean meat and some veggies. Guess what? You could make three big old wraps. You take some Greek yogurt dressing. The thing is more food than you can actually eat in volume, and it's 300 calories. Okay? You do that. You do that. Uh, maybe you do a Quest bar or a protein shake uh, between that. After that, you do a big fat taco salad. And guess what? Throughout that entire day, you're chugging water. Okay? Water, especially cold water, your body has to warm it up. Just to warm it up is going to burn more calories okay right. and that, that was gonna be my next question is with these top 10 great tips how important is hydration in every one of them it's it's absolutely absolutely important uh a lot of the times when you think you're hungry you're just thirsty um and just to, to stay hydrated to keep your body functioning optimally um hydration is is extremely important so um for number nine i'd say it's one of the biggest ones Find what you can do that's maintainable. And a lot of the the key there is going to be finding foods that you enjoy eating that are calorically, uh, they're voluminous, but not calorically dense. That is that is the secret. Like, write it down. Like, this is worth, this is worth a, a million dollars, okay? There's all these diets out there telling you to do all this stuff, okay? If ghrelin's punching you in the face and you're hungry and you look at the amount of food you get to eat and it's just a little tiny thing because it's calorically dense food, you're going to be hungry and you're going to fail your diet. Okay. And at the end of the day, after you have that big taco salad, you make yourself a big old protein ice cream shake. Guess what? You're going to get shredded and you're going to be perfectly satiated doing it. Okay. Now leads us into number 10, Trevor Powers. Okay. So number 10, we're kind of, we're kind of discussing that a little bit amongst us. Um, so Josh is saying cardio or running, but nope, not cardio. What what do you I'm talking about I'm I'm talking about it doesn't have to be you could call it cardio. What I'm talking about <laughs> is energy balance here. Increasing that, increasing That's your, your deficit. I think that relates back to our our deficit versus surplus. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. That is that is nutrition, sir. Nutrition. So if you don't have one of the most important things in losing weight is just tracking your activity. Activity, activity, activity. Which sir. creates a a deficit or or yeah a no, deficit you're never going to outwork 
outwork your diet. Okay, so what were you going to say? I was going to say water. Water, but we, water should have its own number. Water, water is number ten. Uh, that's that's what I was thinking. I will, honorable mention. I will honorable put, mention. I was gonna say the most okay. important. Number thing ten is for up last. for debate. Up for up for debate. Well, how about we say the top eleven tips? <laughs> okay. Honorable mention is water. <laughs> it's just a tip of the iceberg. Honorable mention is water. <laughs> okay. But super important, guys, is your activity level. It doesn't have to be quote unquote cardio, right? It needs. But whatever it is, it needs to be tracked just like your caloric intake, okay? If week one, I go on a hike, I have clients who do this all the time and it doesn't freaking work, okay? Week one, they come out of there like a bowl out of the pen, okay? They're like, oh, dude, guess what? I just did 100 miles on my bike this week. And I'm like, great. That's great, man. Good job. Um, Can we maybe just do 20 minutes a day for a while and like oh no 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 now guess what week two they see me on friday oh dude i pulled my back my knee hurts i couldn't ride my bike this week blah 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 and i'm like in my head i'm like i freaking told you so you can't do 100 miles a week straight out the gate okay it needs to be you need to increase your activity steadily because here's the thing I probably used this analogy before. Say you're Batman, okay? I love superhero analogies, okay? You're Batman. You have no superpowers, okay? All you got is your two fists, your two feet, your two elbows, your two... Okay. You Integrity. I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> it's a martial arts and a badass attitude. You, oh, for this example, we're going to use... I love that. For this example, we're going to use the bat belt, okay? In the bat belt... You it's have a utility belt. Utility Jesus belt. Christ. You have some tools, okay? It, in this utility belt, you have some special tools. We have in these tools, we have say cardio, okay? Another one we have is uh, calories. Another one we have is weight training. Another one we have. Okay, you get the idea, right? In, basically, you only have so many things you can change, okay? Now. If I'm at the bottom of a skyscraper, at the very top, there's Bane, okay? Bane is at the top of the skyscraper. I see three jabronis that I know that I could just go, pow, 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 you know, hit with an elbow, then do like a flying knee, and then, you know, super, su- su- you know, suplex them, you know, just, why would I pull out all, everything in my bat belt and just whoo, blow it all, blow the load on the first jabroni you see? Well then, <laughs> why? That is literally what ninety percent of clients I know have, because they have all this, all this extreme. Uh, what's the word? Motivation it's at like, the moment. It's like vigor. Right, they're vigor. They're excited. They're excited to lose yeah, weight. I just signed up for this program. I'm I'm pumped. I just spent a jackload of money. Time to yeah. time to put so, all this so, progressive so adaptation. So at this point, though, this is where it's really important as a trainer that you recognize this out of the gate. And then you teach them how to go slow and steady to win the race. Right. They got to so that's the importance it. of a good trainer. So when you're looking for a trainer, you need to make sure that they have these kind of qualities that these guys are talking about. Because this, this is good stuff here, guys. So then to sum it all up, you got all these tools. How do you put it together? Right? You got how many, how many times have you seen a, uh, a YouTube video? Ten tips for, uh, you know better x you know you you fill in the blank 10 tips for better this and you're like okay that that kind of helped what's the actual game plan how do you actually implement it okay so in summary going back like say they say you're going to work with a client and at the end of the day the most important client of the day is you okay um say you want most of us you know want to lose weight most of us wish we were a little bit leaner like 99% of us wouldn't mind being a little bit leaner. Even the most shredded we people you see. Washboard abs. Right. Everybody wants to be a little bit leaner. So if you go back to number one, Connor, we got tracking. Track your macros. Tracking your macros, right? So you, you track your macronutrients. You see what you're actually at. Actually, be true. You know, this is an integrity thing. See how many calories you're actually consuming, right? Um, and then... What do we have over here? Number two, resistance training. Super important. If I'm reducing calories and not sending any stimulus to build muscle, what am I going to look like? 
diary from a wimpy kid. That's what I'm going to look like. I'm going to look like an absolute. You're going to fall apart. Your muscles are going to skinny fat. Yeah, you're skinny you fat. Don't want that. You don't want that at all. That's why you see all these people doing cardio all day and they look like poop. <laughs> small <laughs> and floppy. Right. Build right. that muscle. That tissue is expensive tissue. It's going to require a lot of resources. Boom. That's where your calories are going. Muscle, lower body fat. Boom. Absolutely. What's number three, Trevor? Number three is your caloric deficit. Exactly. So once you established your macronutrients, you can put yourself into a deficit. Now, I'm going to skip from three to eight, and then we'll go through four through ten. So what in, in order here, I would put number eight at four, which is macronutrients, okay? Um, most of these things, all, all of these things are super important, but if if you don't optimize the the macros you're getting, it, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't, it's not going to work. As so it so what is your take on those online Google, what macro should I take? And then you enter your age, body, body weight and thing. And it says you need to do 40 of this and 50 of this and 50 of this. Absolutely garbage. Okay. Thank you. Because so many people do that because they don't understand. So what's the right way to figure out your macros? Step one, track the macros, see what you're at. If you don't know where you're at, how are you going to figure out? How much you're actually going to eat so that's why it's number one actually track how much you eat don't be like oh you know uh if, if you know you ate doritos normally on tuesday night put the doritos in there and eat them it's not going to kill you to eat bad for one more week see what you actually eat during a week a seven days period because i say seven days because a lot of people eat really good monday through friday and on the weekends they fall apart they eat, they eat like trash okay so actually track over seven days then take the average Take the mean, add up all seven, um, and then divide it by, you know, add them all up and divide by seven. That's going to give you the average calories, okay? And the app will do that for you. Right. So um, then what you're going to do, like we went into before, you're going to, an easy rule of thumb, one gram of protein per pound of body weight. So if you're 200 pounds, 200 grams of protein. We're breaking this down for you guys. This is money right here. Listen, listen, write this down. 200, if you're 200 pounds, 200 grams of protein. If you're 120 pounds, 120 grams of protein, okay? You can listen to whatever diet zealot guru that's going to tell you you want this percentage of fat and this percentage of carbs and whatever. At the end of the day, you there are essential fatty acids. You need to be getting in, you know, omega-3s and stuff. You need a certain amount of saturated fat to be healthy. If you're a male, it's probably not a good idea to go below 45, 50 grams. And if you're a female, it's probably not a good idea to go below 35 to 40 grams, except in extreme cases, okay? So if you gave yourself at least 50 grams of fat, then you fill in the rest of your your calories with carbs. And it's super easy. Fat is nine calories per gram, carbs, four calories per gram, protein, four calories per gram, and don't put the alcohol in there, that's seven. You can have that when you're as lean as you wanna be. Any guys, anything you guys wanna add to that? I think that was a very good breakdown of, Definitely an of everything. Perfect. So back to number four, oh, that one. forgiveness. Oh, just, just just one more thing, though. If you have a trainer and you've hired them and you go into them, at the first session, they're telling you how many macros you, that you you should eat. Right there is a red flag for you. This trainer does not understand, and that's why we're doing this podcast. We want to inform you of what you should be listening to from your trainers. And I've met trainers in the past that part of their consultation is, okay, I'm going to give you these. They know nothing about your body. They know nothing about what you're doing. They're going to take you and do this. So you please destroy let, your metabolism. Yeah, so please listen to what we're saying here, guys. Don't let them throw a meal plan at you. Here you yeah. go. Take Buying a meal plan on the first day of a trainer is horrible. Right. If if your trainer doesn't take a diet history from you, how does he know how much to give you? He has no idea. And a diet history is not five questions. No. you need. They need to see an accurate representation at least three days. I prefer seven because of there's so much variation between, between the days of how many – an accurate diet log where they, you actually tracked everything you ate for seven days. If you can't even do that, um, cool, you can come work out with me, but uh, you're not going to be able to stick with my nutrition program. If you can't even track what you normally eat during a week, you don't, you don't have the willpower. You're not in the place yet to actually lose weight for real. So figure it out. Find an app. Track the macros. Um, and here's the thing. If... If you just, if you skipped that and you just did resistance training 
You made sure you got enough sleep. You cut out processed foods. You didn't hang out with people that drink all the time and party. And you drink a lot of water and you eat calorically, um, you know, voluminous foods that are low calorie density. You're going to have a pretty good body. Okay. We're talking about how do you get effing shredded? Okay. That was, that's the title of the podcast. Watch How do you get effing shredded? A lot okay? of people have a different definition of effing shredded, though. So. Right, right. And if you want to get shredded, you are going to have to pay the price and, and do the diligence. But here's the thing. Guys, this lifestyle is not that hard. It's a lot harder to get into it than it is to maintain. Once you're there, it's not that bad. And guess what? It's worth it. Um, there's a lot of things like people talk about like whole foods and all these things, you know, like don't eat GMOs and don't eat anything processed. Don't eat any fake sugars, blah, blah, blah. Dude, you know what actually makes you live longer? Improving your lipid panel. Reducing. That's a whole other podcast. But what I'm saying is what I'm saying is measurable. It's it's what's measurable is guess what? When you lose fat, health markers go up. Okay. You can be, you can eat all organic and all perfect, but if you're 40% body fat, guess what? Your lipids probably look like crap and you're probably not going to live as long as if you were, you know, an optimal body fat percentage, right? So if it takes eating a little bit of, uh, artificial sweeteners and diet food to get you there, maybe you cut that out once you get to your body fat percentage that's you, that's more healthy and then jump onto a maintainable diet with yeah. the whole foods and right. and, and all that yeah that, it's yeah, all yeah. out yeah. war to lose yeah. body fat guys it's 100. war it's it's a battle it's it's not it's not for the weak right you you got to fight for it so you utilize all the tools that you can um, and and here's the thing like Dave I want you to expand on number 4 again um, forgiveness you know cuz I'm, I'm really bad. I'm the warrior and I, I'll tell people how to, you know, suck it up. But then also you do need, you do need to forgive yourself. You do need to be, well, it, do this for you, for your health. Yeah. And, and it comes down to, you know, you get out of the shower, you're drying off and you look in the mirror and you're thinking, Jesus Christ, I, I look like shit. I'm just so disappointed in myself and I'm really stressed out. So I'm just going to go and grab something quick to eat because I'm not worth taking the time to go to the gym or to exercise or to have people care about me. So a, a lot of things with forgiveness is you really have to look in that mirror and quiet that inner voice. And you look in the mirror and say, you know what? You are fucking worth it. You, are, you do love yourself. People love you. People care for you. And you deserve to have the body that you want. If, if anybody in your life is pulling you down goes to what Trevor said. It goes to, to lifestyle. If you have people who are feeding you bad food constantly because that's how they show love, you, you need to politely talk to them and say, look, you know, I don't want to live this way anymore. I've gained a lot of weight. I really want to take care of myself. I need your support. If they don't support you, you need to cut them out of your daily thing or and, and work on your own thing. Um, work on your own meal plans. Don't let somebody else cook for you if they're cooking you bad food. Looking in the mirror, caring for yourself. Surround yourself by friends who cheer you on. Find that support system. A support system is the number one key for forgiveness because you go into it and I could not have lost all the weight that I've lost if I had not had a support system of people cheering me on, of people teaching me, of telling me, you know, my number one thing, my number one aha moment was when I had my first personal trainer teach me how to read a food label. I had no fucking clue how to read a food label. You know, I was 40 years old and I was like, okay, I don't understand it. So he showed me and it made sense and he never judged me. He just said, hey, what'd you eat today? Every session. And there was never any condescension. And he's like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you. And the more he said he was proud of me, the more I became proud of myself. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's incredible, incredible stuff right there. And with that, you need to like this is this is addressing the whole mental game behind losing weight and in making sure that you are addressing the mind game that is behind this. Because if if you if you don't, I mean, you're you're not even going to get to number one. You're not even going to get to number one on our list. You're, 
So, I mean, a- addressing the mind game behind this is is a huge part of this. So, I I, I don't think that all like these are in any specific order. No. Um, they they all yeah. They all they all complement each other definitely. Um, and I feel like I feel like it's just it's just uh it's 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 a collaborative effort. Like you can't just do one of these things and and expect expect the results. Just like what Josh was saying, ten tips for whatever. It's like, how do I combine all these ten tips? Right. Yeah. That's what we're trying to do right now. Is we gave you guys ten tips. It sounds great for a podcast. It's catchy. You know, if that's all you wanted, cool. You can cut the episode off at thirty minutes or whatever, and you got your ten tips. But right now, we're trying to give you guys our collective life experience here on how to actually use these 10 tips to get to a healthy body fat percentage and get freaking shredded if you want to. And okay. we're also here for you. Leave comments, ask questions, reach out to us on Instagrams. You know, seriously, just engage with us. We I get, will help you. I get back to everybody eventually, okay? Now, it won't, might not be the same day, but I promise you I'll get back to you. So. And we will. And one, one honorable mention, the house should be ridded of as much processed food as possible. So if you're reaching out for those Oreos in the middle of the night and you're, and you're hungry or hangry, get that food out of your house. Now, here's here's a caveat. This is what I was saying before. Quote, unquote, processed foods are not necessarily a bad thing when it comes to in, you know to changing your body composition. What's a Quest Bar? It's processed food. It's processed food. Right. Yeah. What's a protein shake? Yeah, good point. A, a Very good point. Food. We tend to put these He's so smart. boxes into p- p- foods into bo- Oh, this is the good food. This is the bad food. I can't eat the bad food. Only eat the good food. No, you fucking idiot. You can eat whatever you want. Like whole, as whole, long whole versus as, uh, processed. You make fat people sound so stupid. <laughs> Skinny people the same way. Okay? Like, everybody falls into this... You know, this like almost diet is basically a religion to people. They're like, oh, you yeah, know, don't don't get dog, dogmatic. I don't it. eat after nine <laughs> because blah blah. Okay, well, what about people that work a swing shift that look great too? Like, come on, like there's there you can follow certain uh, scaffolding, right? But guess what? Like at the end of the day, you have to figure out what works for you. And if you take one thing away from this podcast, please. Going back to number nine, manageable nutrition. You have to find a diet that you enjoy eating, okay? I don't care if keto makes you lose 200 pounds. Guess what? If you hate keto, you're going to gain the 200 pounds back. You need to find a way to eat where you can lose weight, be in a calorie deficit, and 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 that, that way it's maintainable, okay? Lifestyle. Lifestyle. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And make it a lifestyle. The secret is find foods, get creative, message me, message Connor, message Dave, Trevor, look up other fitness influencers, okay? Find food. There's tons of them out there. Um, there's guys that specialize in this. Uh, the flexible dieting guy, uh, if it fits your macros, uh, Greg Doucette, uh, who's Nerd, the other? Nerd Fitness. Stan Effort. Stand up. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, all these. Greg says they, they have, have has the anabolic cookbook. Yes, yeah, so many recipes out there, so many options. If you're if you're craving whatever, guess what? There's probably some healthy way to do it. Right, and here's the thing: is it going to be processed? Probably. Right. Is it a Quest bar? It's processed. Is it a protein shake? Yeah, it's processed. Okay. Is it a zero calorie sweetener? Yeah, it's processed. But in my opinion, if you eat some diet, drink some diet soda and you're 8% body fat versus you eat full sugar cane soda, all organic, non-GMO, and you're 40% body fat, who's going to live longer? Most likely, according to a blood panel, if a doctor looks at your blood work, who's going to live longer? Assuming both people don't smoke, all all other factors, right? Um... Maybe you have to drink some diet soda so that you don't. I personally don't drink diet soda, but if you have to drink some diet soda for to satiate your cravings, then so be it. You know, and if if you want to make some, um, you know, some protein ice cream, you know, and the thing that makes me laugh so much is all these bodybuilders out here saying, "Oh, I don't eat processed foods." 
but then they eat their protein shake that has sucralose in it. Like, okay, the irony. <laughs> that is on. that is very Dude, ironic. I never I never even looked at it that way. Right. That's that's a very yeah. good that's a very good point. So what's good, good and what's bad? Well, what's your goal? And how what are you trying to do? So we're gonna go into more depth on this. We're out of time. We've been here like three and a half hours. We did a mission statement. We did a bunch Team of building. cool stuff. Dave has been uh, helping us develop quite the uh, the grid and the framework for Blue Collar Fitness. We're going to have some awesome things coming out for you guys. We will have a app that we're going to be launching within the next three weeks. So be looking for that. We're going to be offering personal one-on-one coaching from yours truly, Mr. Connor Burden, Trevor Powers, and Dave Shep. It's a life coaching and fitness coaching, strength and conditioning Um some meal plans. You guys want it. We'll have it. We'll have a wonderful interface we just uh, just developed here for you guys to bring you guys some awesome content and to actually coach you guys through some of this stuff. So if some of this stuff didn't make sense, um, contact us and, and we'll help you out, okay? Don't be afraid to ask questions. I can be a little bit uh, abrasive sometimes about it, uh, but, you know, I, I'm there for you. <laughs> tough love, baby. <laughs> tough, tough, love love. Is, tough love is the best love. It is. And sometimes you just, you know, you can't be, most people can't be coddled into weight loss. You know, it, it takes some tough love and you have to evaluate yourself and you have to have somebody be like, dude, you're fat. Honesty. Honesty. Right. You can't, you can't have somebody like, oh, you look great. No, let's go get a, let's go get your, uh, your lipid panel and see how great it looks. We we are always going to be, going to be real real with you and be your resource guide. And we're going to be your tribe because losing, you know, losing fat and getting lean. Getting a few lean takes a tribe. Right, we've all been there. We've all gotten fat. Mm-hmm. We've yeah. all gotten out of shape. So, it's like it's like what Rob Bazzata said last week. Grit. It's all about grit. Right. Boom. 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 Okay, guys, have a great week. We Thank love you, you guys. Blue Collar Fitness and we're out. Bam.